Jesus is enough. The problem we have with our generation is that very many people do not understand that Jesus is enough. When you understand the power that the name of Jesus has, you will not need any other thing to add with the name of Jesus so that he can do miracles. You need to understand that Jesus is enough. In fact, when Jesus was sacrificed, the Bible said that he is the last sacrifice. That is to say, you don't need any sacrifice to be free. When Jesus died on the cross, he said it is finished. Every price for your salvation, for your deliverance, for your freedom has been paid by Christ. And the Bible says, at the mention of Jesus, every knee should bow. Where the name of Jesus is placed, the Bible says it's highly exalted. Believers, the problem you people have is that you have failed to highly exalt the name of Jesus. God has highly exalted the name of Jesus, but you have failed to highly exalt the name of Jesus. No, no, Jesus is enough by himself. I don't care the kind of family you came from or where they married you to, how difficult it is. The name of Jesus is enough. So tell your mother that it's not roaming around prayer houses, that the name of Jesus is enough. Tell your sister it's not about meeting the latest prophet in town. The name of Jesus is enough. Tell your brothers it's not about joining courts. The name of Jesus is enough. Tell your friends that it's not about wearing three, four rings for protection. The name of Jesus is enough. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Wherefore God had exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Let's look at it again. Can we read together one to go? Wherefore God had highly exalted him. Jesus is not lifted up a little bit. He's not just exalted a little bit. It is highly exalted. Do you understand? God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. I don't know what your name is, but the name of Jesus is greater than your name. More exalted. Do you understand? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, things in earth, and things on the earth. Yeah. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. Next verse. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. 
Amen. You may be seated in God's presence. I'll be preaching on what I title Jesus is Enough. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Jesus, Jesus is enough. Neighbor, neighbor. Jesus, Jesus is enough. Say neighbor, neighbor. If you have Jesus, You've had enough. Amen. One of the things I love about this scripture is that it makes me to understand the power of the name Jesus. And the reason why it is important for you to understand the power that is in the name of Jesus is that Jesus' power will not work excessively higher than what you think it can do. It will always work based on the parameter of what you think the name can do. I know it's going to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you could ever ask or think. But the exceedingly and abundantly is going to be a little extra to what you think the name can do. If you have a great belief that the name of Jesus can reach this level then the exceedingly abundantly far above what you could ever ask or think is going to be like this. But if you believe that the name of Jesus is on the ceiling level, then the exceedingly abundantly far above all you could ever ask or think is going to exceed that level. Am I talking to somebody? All right. It's like when a pastor has a church and the church can contain 60 people and is expecting an overflow of 300 Exceedingly, abundantly, far above all you can ever ask for can only be an overflow of 20. But if you have a hall of 300, you can have an exceedingly, abundantly, far above. That is God adding extra for you of another 100. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So we're knowing what you are asking God for. So this scripture makes me to understand the strength of what Jesus can do. And the reason this scripture is very important is because it is they that know their God that will be strong to do exploits. It is not they that have a God. It is they that know their God. So if I have a God and don't know my God. How many of you have Jesus here? You have Jesus. You have Jesus. Let me see your hand lifted up. You see very many persons sitting close to you have no Jesus, you'll be surprised now. Just check somebody who's not lifting up his hand or her hand. You'll be surprised. Somebody doesn't have Jesus here. If you have Jesus, let me see your hand lifted up. Wow. Now, you have to understand that the Bible says, They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do what? And they shall do exploits. So now, one of the ways to know our God is to know what Jesus can do. Many people do not know the extent of which Jesus can walk and what Jesus can do. And since they do not know what Jesus can do, Jesus failed to walk for them because they do not know what Jesus can do because the law is this. This law are as important as the law of motion. 
The same way that law is very important for somebody who studies physics. If you want to do physics and you neglect that law, you will make a lot of blunders. The same way that law is very important is the same way this law is very important. What's the law? They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So if I want to do exploits, one of the things I have to meditate is they that know their God. If you call me to one pray for somebody that is sick, what I've been meditating is they that know their God. They that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Somebody met me some time ago and said she has a demonic husband, a marine husband. She was even telling me, as I'm talking to you now, I'm in trouble. He doesn't like me reporting him to somebody. I said, who is him? He said, my demonic husband. He mentioned the name. He said, he doesn't like me reporting him. As I'm talking to you now, after this thing, he's going to... And showed me marks in her body that the demonic husband flocked, have flocked her many times. And I told her, will you love to divorce this demonic husband? He said, I, I will be so happy to do that. So I said, I can break those marriages. I have the license to join people in marriage. And I can as well dismiss marriages that are not from God. So I held her hands. While I lay her hands and I was speaking in tongues, my mind is meditating on they that know their God. See, all of us here have God. Thank God your hands were lifted up. But very few persons know their God. I like it when some people ask questions like, God, where are the days of power? Where is the power like it was in the days of Noah? Where is the power of God as it was in the day of Elijah? Where is the power of God as it was in the day of Joshua? The power of God remains the same. The reason why it doesn't show up like that is because we now have few people that know their God. Let me shock you. God told Joshua, I will divide the sea for you. The sea of Canaan. I will divide it and you guys pass. But he told him, remember I told you in Joshua 1, be strong and be courageous. He said, yes. Have you been strong? Have you been courageous? He said, I'm trying. He said, okay. Move with your priests, all the pastors, move them. Elders, move them. You will not have the sea divide for you to pass like it happened to Moses. If it divide for you to pass, you will be walking and saving me through sight. But I want you to save me through faith. Because without faith, no one can please God. So he now told him, what you are going to do is that as the river is, all of you will start moving into the river with speed. And as the river sees you enter, he's going to divide. He said, God, is sure saying I hear the talk. <laughs> said, yes. Said, okay, no problem. Told all the priests, line them up. If you don't want to line up, you are not a leading pastor anymore. So everybody, they lined it up. And they said, one, two, go. They started moving into the river. They started moving aggressively. And the Bible says, as they were moving in, the river was separating for them till they got to the end. See, that is people knowing their God. So have you seen the level of God they have seen? The level of God they saw was based on the level of God they know. 
So we are looking for a generation that will see God, but we fail to be the generation that know God. Oh, I feel like preaching. So, this place makes me know the effectiveness of the name Jesus. And the Bible says, at the mention of Jesus, every knee should bow. This is it. I have had problems before, and they told me that prayer cannot handle it. I've had a problem before, and they said prayer cannot handle it. In fact, a pastor even added, and told me this thing is not a prayer something. You have to go and do what they say you should do. They say you should sacrifice, sacrifice. After all, Jesus said, give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and give unto God what belongs to God. And when you delay a little bit and argue a little bit more, they now start quoting to you believers that have had problems. The other man in Calabar, that was what he was thinking. He said he was a believer. He did not want to do what others are doing. They killed him. There's another one in the correct way. That's how he was. When they start mentioning five cases, if you don't know your God, you become weak. And if you become weak, you can't do exploits because you have failed to know your God. So when I read this scripture, now let me talk about the should and must. Let me start from verse 9. Wherefore God had highly exalted the name of Jesus and has given him a name which is above every name. That is to say, if there are names or there are things, do you know one of the things that God does is that for everything, they must have a name. Have you noticed that there's nobody that you have met that doesn't have a name? Yeah, everything has a name. Every demon has a name. And God makes it intentionally that everybody have a name. God told Adam, name everything. The moment anything has a name, it has been subjected to the power that is above all names. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's like people like us. In Wayek, we always sit in the front. Because our name is starting from A. So when you come with your name, your son's name is Zachariah. You can't sit close to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? You'll be far, far behind. And will be far, far in front. So spiritual alphabet, Jesus' name is highly placed. It's like somebody's name is Aaron. <laughs> Somebody whose name is Aaron, you can come with your name is uh, Azikiwe. And you think that your name is AA, you don't know that your own is AZ. Am I talking to somebody? Do you understand? Your name is AZ. So even though it's AA, you will still be far away from Aaron because Aaron is A and A. Do you understand what I'm saying? Where the name of Jesus is placed, the Bible says it's highly exalted. One day we were at the primary school, somebody brought his bike. They had carried juju and tie on his bike at night and they brought it. I told him, how did you drive here? He said, I just hold it. He was holding it and driving it. He made sure his hand does not touch the juju place and brought it. The moment I heard is juju, I wanted to really pray before I lose it. I was like, what's the problem? He said, just come. I said, da, da, da. can't you tell me what is it? He said, just come. He said, it's juju. I said, juju, ju, ju, who? He said, juju. Who tied it? He said, he doesn't know. He woke up in the morning and they tied juju all over his bike. And I just, is that why you call me? 
said, yes, just I remove it and I threw it. The reason is because I just remember that the name of Jesus has been highly exalted above every other name. That juju has a name. And the moment it has a name, it's subjected under the authority of the name of Jesus. And I always come in the name of Jesus. And I told you that day that the name of Jesus is not just when we say, in the name of Jesus, this should happen. And it happens. When you have given your life to Christ, you come in the name. When I have accepted Jesus, I have accepted the name of Jesus. So I am now walking on the authority of the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? I'm now walking on the authority of the name of Jesus. So demons will not treat me any less than how they can treat Jesus. Demons will always treat me like they treat Jesus. Because I'm walking in the name of Jesus. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody here. Now, the Bible said that God has highly exalted him, has given him a name. Verse 10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. That's the law. The law is that when the name of Jesus is mentioned, every knee should, like, must bow. But why the Bible is saying should here is that the person who mentioned the name of Jesus has a very great part to play. It is that if you mention the name of Jesus, it should bow. Jesus will be surprised that you mention his name and things didn't bow. Because it should. Angels will be surprised that you are mentioning the name of Jesus and things that should bow are not bowing. Because it should. They should bow. So we should be checking you and find out what's wrong. Why is it not bowing? Because it should bow. And do you know why very many people mention Jesus and nothing happens? They have not had relationship with the person. So they don't have relationship with Jesus and they use the name of Jesus. So the name of Jesus does not work for them because they don't have a license for the name. It's like you having an app in your phone and you have not subscribed. So when you read down, you discover that the Bible says that every knee must bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. So even demons confess that Jesus is Lord. But it doesn't work for them like it works for us. Oh, you don't understand. There are two people here who mention the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. You understand? And God says, even when they bow, the demon that bows will have to confess that Jesus is Lord. Now, if you command that demon to bow, say, in the name of Jesus, I command you to bow. And the demon bows. And after he bows, he has to confess that Jesus is Lord. When he confesses that Jesus is Lord, you don't bow. You don't bow for the devil because he's confessing under frustration. You are confessing under authority. So there are two types of confession. I confess the name of Jesus under authority. The devil confesses the name of Jesus because he's frustrated. Have you beat somebody before and tell the person, call me, sir? Have you beat somebody before? Carry sand, put on his mouth and say, call me, sir. Call me, sir, now. Call, if you don't call me, sir, I will not leave your neck. Say, leave my neck. Leave my, say, call me, say, sir. The person when he now call you, say, hey, you cannot stand up. He's not calling you, sir, out of respect. Out of respect. He's calling you out of frustration. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the Bible is telling us that 
when we have a relationship with Jesus, when you mention the name of Jesus, demon should bow. But if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you can mention his name and he doesn't move him. He's not bowing because you too are on the same relationship level with him. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like somebody, you are guilty and somebody's guilty and you're telling police to also arrest the person. Two of you are in the prison. Inside the prison, you see a police. Say, police, this person is beating me. It won't do anything because two of you are already bound. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't even have the authority to say so. When the name of Jesus is mentioned, demons should, on a natural effect, they should bow. They have no power to stand. When you mention the name of Jesus, maybe something prays you at night and you mention the name of Jesus and demons don't bow, you should be asking yourself, what's happening with my relationship with Jesus? That the name is no longer as powerful as it should be in my mouth. So when I read that scripture, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 9, I discovered the power that God had given to us by just giving us a name. When he gave us the name, he tells us this name will cast out demons. So if I mention the name of Jesus, sickness has to bow. If demons are possessing somebody, I just have to introduce Jesus and the demons should bow. If I see something crawling in somebody's body, somebody came to me for prayer, he said something crawls in his body. He said, Pastor, in the morning, it was here. Right now, the thing is here. It moves in my body. Can you tell me exactly where it is now? Now I said, let me check. He said, it's here now. I lay hands. I said, you, that spirit that is crawling on the body, I command you to die. Now, in the name of Jesus, that demon automatically now, because I'm talking under the authority. Somebody say authority. Now, as you are talking, it's not you that is talking. I don't know if I've taught you about authority before. As you are now, if the governor sends you to come and commission anything, you're not even in government, and governor sends you to come and commission something, you are coming under the authority of the governor. When the press are reporting, they said the governor, while commissioning the water projects, said that he was going to do more through the mouth of so-so-so person, Pastor Sikarabasi, who represented him. So whatever thing you said was what the governor said. That is the same thing that happens with our relationship with Jesus. When once you have a relationship with Jesus, when you have spoken, Christ has spoken. And so that is what it means to come in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? It's more bigger than saying the name of Jesus and you don't have relationship with the name of Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It is better you have a relationship with Jesus. Many people that Jesus used to heal or the disciples used to heal, they didn't even used to say Jesus most times. They just said, rise up and walk and he rise up and walk. Very many people will feel, ah, you did not mention the name of Jesus. No, my coming is already like I was coming is the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. My steps are already, I'm coming to represent him. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why you don't find Jesus in all of the Bible say in the name of Jesus before he does miracle because he is already the name. Oh, I don't know if I'm talking to somebody. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when I accept the personality of Jesus, I now come in the authority of Jesus. So if I even mention the name of Jesus, it works even more. Do you get what I'm saying? 
it works even more. When you understand the power that the name of Jesus has, you will not need any other thing to add with the name of Jesus so that he can do miracle. You will not need salt to deliver your family. Now say that they need two bags of salt. They need a basin that has not been used before. Where will you get it from? Even the basin that is sold in the market has been used before. They use it to put other basins. When the man who sells the basin bought 100 basins to come and sell, he carried other basins and put in the, this basin. And the last one, he puts maybe customer back or something. Say, so you don't bring a new basin. And as you bring the new basin, now bring salt. And you bring salt. They say, now put water. And bring coconuts that has not touched the ground before. You are entering into juju. You must be able to believe that if I want God to deliver my family, the name of Jesus is enough. The problem we have with our generation is that very many people do not understand that Jesus is enough. They feel that Jesus is like cooking vegetable soup. That if you want to cook vegetable soup, you need to go and get Maggi and add for the vegetable soup to be sweet. Get periwinkle. How many of you love periwinkle? I love periwinkle. Get periwinkle, add. Add some more fish. What else do you add? Add oil for vegetable to be vegetable. No, no, Jesus is enough by himself. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't let people tell you you have to. You see, they would quote scriptures and said in the Bible when uh, the land was bad, Elisha carried a bowel and carried salt and anointed the water. When he carried the vessel and anointed the water, the water became good for drinking. So go and bring a vessel. Go and bring salt. You now run looking for shop to buy. Thank God they have added the price of all the buckets. What Elisha was doing was that Elisha was showing us the New Testament. Everything that was done in the New Testament was a shadow pointing to Jesus. In fact, it was called faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence not seen. So they use salt as a substance of things hoping for the evidence, which is Christ, since it's not yet around. So they use it. So when we now have Jesus, why do we need salt? Now carry salt. Now carry water. When God has known that they will ask you to bring salt, and God tell you to be the salt of the earth. And God knows they will tell you to bring a container. And God tell you that you should make yourself a vessel. Put yourself. And so if they need a vessel and they need a salt, then you are complete. You need to listen to my message on deliverance series. All the deliverance messages, you need to listen to it. There are people that if you come to their house and want to do deliverance, they don't believe that the deliverance has... You finish praying and say, Pastor, has it finished? Just like that? Because they think that the deliverance, they have to kill one fowl. And as they kill the fowl, the blood is tripping. And they are using it like this and round the whole house. Round the whole house with the blood of the animal. No. Anytime somebody do that for you to be delivered, he's putting you in another bondage. There are things that are called witchcrafty. The moment those things, witchcraft things are done, witches identify themselves. It's just like one guy was initiated. One guy, cultists came for him. Because whenever he used to shake, he used to shake like a cultist, though he was not. 
He used to clock. Like a cultist. I don't even know how they clock. How do they clock? <laughs> he used to clock like a cultist. So when he clocks like a cultist, <laughs> so cultists now came for him and they took him out of the house and they forcefully initiated him. They forcefully initiated him. He now came to the church and cried. And now sent some boys to go and meet those guys and tell them they should leave that guy alone else police is going to wipe all of them. They have left him alone. So why? He has done something that has now attracted people that has that thing. When you do something, you call yourself a believer and you do something that attracts witches and wizards, you are putting yourself in that bondage. How do you want deliverance? And you don't believe that the blood Jesus shed on the cross is enough. You now need a blood of an animal. They cut the animal and they use the animal. On, is it on top of the blood of Jesus or under the blood of Jesus for you to be delivered? Do you understand what I'm saying? You need to understand that Jesus is enough. In fact, when Jesus was sacrificed, the Bible said that he is the last sacrifice. That is to say, after him, you don't need any sacrifice to be free. When Jesus died on the cross, he said it is finished. Every price for your salvation, for your deliverance, for your freedom has been paid by Christ. Any other thing is scam. Somebody is deceiving you to get money from you. And he did it free of charge. Have I prayed for you before and I asked you to give me money to pray for you? I said, hmm, that problem. How much do you have? Let's, let's see what we can do. He said, now 20,000. Well, I could just do 20,000 at deliverance for you. When you have 100,000, now come for full deliverance. Ah. Tell your neighbor, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Believers, the problem you people have is that you have failed to highly exalt the name of Jesus. God has highly exalted the name of Jesus, but you have failed to highly exalt the name of Jesus. You still feel that with the name of Jesus. I saw a pastor prayed for some people and gave them matchet. That as they go, put the matchet under their bed. And as they put the matchet under their bed, the witches that used to do on their this thing will not do it again. Matchet. The weapons of our warfare are not canal. They prayed in a broom, sold the broom, 100,000. 100, Go and use it and sweep their house. As you sweep, you have swept bad luck. What did the blood of Jesus come to do? Am I talking to somebody? Jesus has finished washing. And the Bible says, wherever the sole of my feet shall trample upon, the place has already been given to me. So when, the moment you land in that place, I say, oh, I like this house. Automatically, your angels have already entered the house. They have taken possession of the house. What was dead that is not supposed to be dead is already removed. And you now need oil. Original oil. Something you should use and fry either pomo or something. Now go and use or say original goja. Buy original goja. You see a prophet carry the oil and say, this is not the original. Well, we just do, we just, if you had given me the money, I would have, but this is not, shake it, shake it, shake it. Have you seen bubble? It's not the original. This deliverance, we'll just do, we'll just do a little bit.
it and keep it for when you have money we we'll do your food deliverance just we can't do it with how much do you really have anytime you find somebody limit deliverance to how much you have the person is making mockery of what Jesus did on the cross Jesus paid it all on the cross it's not about how much you have if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and live for him, it ends. Somebody met me a few days ago and told me, he said, these are the things I've been seeing. I'm married, but it looks like I'm still in my father's house. I'm this, I'm so... I now said, let me pray for you. I now said to the devil. After I finished thanking God in the prayer, I now told the devil, devil, listen to me. And listen very good. I hope you know your children. And he said, Yes. You know your children well, well. He said, yes. I hope you know that people have authority over their children. He said, yes. I hope you know that this one is not your child. He said, yes. Uh -huh. So whatever plan you had, whatever intimidation you have, I came from today. That's even why we pray. We pray to tell the devil to know his boundary. You understand what I'm saying? Tell him, I hope you know your boundary. That this person is a child of God. You want me to quote scripture? The Bible says, no weapon formed. So, behave yourself before we have a fight. By the time you say that the devil has humbled himself and understands boundary, these are laws of the spirit. The only problem I have is with you who confess Jesus with your mouth, but your heart is far away from him. Now you, they confuse us. The only people confusing us are people who say, Jesus, we love you with all our heart, but inside their hearts, their heart is far away from Jesus. They are not even his children. They don't even do something for him. They are not in love with him. They are not in relationship with him. They are still living in sin. They have not even made Jesus their Lord and Savior. Anytime they are closer to Jesus, there's something they want. Most times, that's why it's good sometimes for people to have bad nightmares. Because it has a way of bringing a lot of people back to Christ. Some bad nightmares. Have you had bad nightmares on three nights stretch? There's one of my friends. Anytime we want to pray, he will sleep. Let's pray. She will sleep. Let's pray. She will sleep. One day she had a problem. And she prayed. And we prayed two hours. And announced her for dying is the kingdom. And we said, is it okay? Are you ending the prayer? Give us another two hours. Let's pray. And I said, I'm tired. He said, you can't sleep and leave me. I said, when we used to pray, you used to sleep. Now it's time for me to sleep. You will do the praying. So you need to understand the power that the name of Jesus has. How do I become a partaker of the power that the name of Jesus has? Is to submit and receive Jesus. By the time I receive Jesus, I have become a partaker of the power that Jesus has. You'll be talking like Jesus. If you see the way Jesus do miracles. To even be a pastor, go hungry. Most of you that when I say you be a pastor, you say I will think about it. If you see the way Jesus do miracle, Jesus was walking and saw some people. They carry, they have finished the burial. People have started eating somewhere. They said church should stay here and eat. People from the village should stay here and eat. In-laws from uh, Portacourt should stay in the person's house and eat. And they now took the person to go and bury. They jammed Jesus on the road. 
She does say, where are you going to? They said, we wanted to carry our brother and bury. He said, bring him down. Let me see. I did not come for the burial. I didn't go through the line instead. And I looked at He said, but he's a fine boy. He said, yes. So, and I say, he just died. He just finished NYSC. So I said, eh. Hey. Boy, stand up. And the guy stand up. Imagine what happened in the burial. <laughs> While people are still sharing, sharing biography, trying to drag biography, the guy moved in. Imagine. You will now see that even the person that was praying, please don't die, don't die. We cannot live without you. He's running without the person. <laughs> Let me tell you, the name of Jesus is so powerful. Most of you have magnified other things. You make other things look like they are so powerful. He said that. Mention one demon from your place. Say, ah, itauma, no be small something. Itauma, no be small something. Have I not told you how I was in a boat? And we were traveling to somewhere with some pastors. <laughs> and we say, Mommy, what's our power? <laughs> One of the pastors said, Pastor, beg, no, 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 try that thing. No, try that thing. No, they go, person, territory, go, they find person trouble. <laughs> you need to understand that Jesus, even in the grave, he is still God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even in the witchcraft coven, let me tell you something. You guys don't know. Even in the witchcraft coven, Jesus is still the Lord. He's still the Lord. He's still the ruler in the witchcraft. He's still bigger than the rank in power he has. That's why the Bible calls him the head of principalities. Even among principalities, he's still the head. Ah. The president of Nigeria has never been an army before. But for just being a president of Nigeria, he's made the chief of the armed forces. All the soldiers are now under him. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's to say he doesn't even know what to do. But that does not stop him from being the head over. So when you give your life to Christ, you have identified with the power that is above every other power. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can only die when it is your time to die. But if it is somebody killing you, there's somebody here, you are listening to me, you have been afraid of dying. Fear of death has been gripping you. It looks like they will kill you. Sometimes you're not thinking, what if I sleep and I don't wake up? It depends on whose shoulder you are leaning on. But if Jesus is your Lord and your Savior, ah, I was talking to one man, and one man said that this God he's saving is the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts in Ibibio language is called Jehovah Mudam. Jehovah Mudam is a God that works with crowd. Said. For them to kill him, they have to kill all the crowd. And now kill the Jehovah with the crowd. And now kill him. They that know their God. Bow your heads. As I'm even talking to you now, there's somebody here, your mother is telling you to come back. So that they can do cleansing. They'll take you to the river and do cleansing for you. Bless a special broom and give it to you to go and keep in school. Some of you have a broom in your house that they don't use to sweep outside. Not because the broom is used to sweep inside, but because it's a special dedicated broom. So I came to tell you that Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. Pastor, I had a friend. 
Oh, they told him that uh, they are pursuing him too much and they will kill him. And they gave him oil. One bottle of olive oil. They told him when you want to cross the main road, you will drop one and cross. If you want to return back, make sure you drop it and, and return back. So the guys saw Pastor Idi off and he wanted to cross road and just remembered that it's not with his olive oil. What if your olive oil finish and leave you on half road? Won't you go back home? What kind of punishment and bondage have you given to yourself when Jesus has died to set you free? So I leave you with just two options. One, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Two, live for Jesus. You can't say I'm living for Jesus and you are still living in sin. No. You cannot. You cannot say I'm a child of God and you are swimming in sin. The Bible says, They that name it the name of the Lord should depart from iniquity. So I want to pray for you right now. I don't care the kind of family you came from or, or you're from or where they married you to. They said that. I don't care the kind of family you were married into. How tough, how difficult it is. The name of Jesus is enough. That's all. So tell your mother that it's not roaming around prayer houses. That the name of Jesus is enough. Tell your sister it's not about meeting the latest prophet in town. The name of Jesus is enough. Tell your brothers it's not about joining cults. The name of Jesus is enough. Tell your friends that it's not about wearing three, four rings for protection. The name of Jesus is enough. I don't know who I'm talking to. But the name of Jesus has power to relieve you. Power to liberate you. Will you be able to even save the devil? The devil will give you conditions that you can never meet. But Jesus said, My yoke is easy. And my burdens are light. I want to pray for somebody here. If I hear your voice, I'll pray with you. Jesus, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus. Oh, let's scream the name of Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus. But I want to pray for you. Don't let anybody intimidate you with things and tell you, ah, that demon. In our side, they tell you when it has to do with Mbiam, that one is powerful. 
they now make it look like it's more powerful than the name of Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. If the person thinks it's more powerful than the name of Jesus, then tell him he should shout the name of Jesus where they are manufacturing that demon. The name of Jesus is powerful. I don't care whether you are in any bondage of the enemy. Take your neighbor's hand. I want to pray with you right now. I don't care whatever bondage you are into. Whatever bondage you are into. Everything ruling over your life. I was sharing with you about the story of that lady that was married to the demon husband. I told her, do you want a divorce? She said, yes. I just held her hands. I said, you say these words after me. These are words of divorce. And we started talking. Say, you that demon. Mention his name. He mentioned. From today, I stand under the authority of Jesus. And I say, our marriage is, is dissolved. We are divorced. From today, we are no longer partners. Today, I am free. I'm liberated. I have no business with you. And to even make it more funny. Because I made her to know that it is very simple. So while we were talking, I said, I said, mention this one. I said, demon, she mentioned. So when you see me on the road, don't greet me. And if I see you, I won't greet you. We have no business together. And she said all of that. I told the demon, I am a witness that today you guys are divorced. From today, your link with this girl is over. And that marked the end. The person called me the next morning and said that I saw him. He came into my house. He was not happy with me. He now packed a few of his clothes and left. From that day, it ended. I'm telling you about the name of Jesus. The name that you're not even taking serious. Don't know the power. Close your eyes. You'll just shout Jesus for three times. Whatever power that has been in operation in your life, as you shout Jesus, they are leaving you right now. What's wrong with your voice? I said they are leaving you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every power of darkness in operation in your life, wherever they are from, whatever authority they have, there is no authority that is bigger than the authority of Jesus. As you mention the name Jesus, you're losing the engagement with that power right now. Amen. It doesn't matter whether that power has license over everybody that is born from your mother's womb or has license over everybody that is in your family or from your family. As you shout Jesus for three good times, the engagement is over in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number one. Jesus. That's the name above all names. I don't know if you know what you are just mentioning. That's the name above all names. That's the name that has all the power. That's the name with all the authority. 
that's the name with the weights of the glory of God. So you are going to shout it. Don't shout it without the knowledge. Shout it with the power that it has the ability to liberate you from every captivity of the devil. Number two. Let me tell you. That's somebody's name. (laughs) You don't know what you're shouting. That's somebody's name. You can't shout it and the honor will not turn. You can't shout it and the honor will not turn. So you're going to scream it again. You can't shout it and the honor does not turn up. It can't happen. As you're shouting for the third time, I want you to expect him. I want you to expect him to move into your life. Expect him to move into your home. Expect him to take away sickness from your body. Expect him to take away appetites of sin. Expect him to liberate you from problem. Number three. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands, everybody. Hey, Pasha da 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 Make sure your hands are lifted up. Make sure your hands are lifted up. Make sure your hands are lifted up. I'm seeing Jesus moving in, looking for the people that were calling him. I'm seeing Jesus moving in. I'm hearing Jesus says, Who called me? Somebody called me. Who called me? Who called me? He's moving in. Get ready. You're going to shout number four. Get ready. You're going to shout number four. As you shout number four, shackles are going to be broken. Sickness are going to leave. Demons are going to run away. Powers are going to change hands. Number four. His name, you can't shout it and the honor won't turn around. You can't call it and he will not appear. You can't call it and it does not show up. He's ready to show up. He's ready to show up. Get ready for number five. We'll end at number seven. Make sure you're open. Tell him to come in. He knows exactly what to touch when it comes in. He knows exactly what to do when it comes in. Number five. Number six. And number seven. Up your hands and worship the Lord. That's enough. That's enough. Just keep giving him the glory. Tell him thank you for delivering me.
Jesus for helping me. Thank you Jesus for redeeming my life. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for helping me. You're not worshiping Jesus. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for delivering me. How I wish you were worshiping God. Lift your two hands up. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. Lift up your hands and worship Jesus. Lift up your hands, everybody. Do you believe that Jesus is enough? Yeah. Lift up your hands. Jesus, thank you. Your name is enough. Your power is enough. Your love is enough. Your strength is enough. Your blood is enough. We are lifting over our hands right now because we have shouted on your name for mercy, for help, for deliverance. And Lord, we are free from all the hands of the devil. We are free from the captivity of Satan. We are free from every entanglement of the devil. We are free in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has liberated us. It has liberated us. It has liberated us. It has liberated us. From every spiritual husband man-made affiliations we are liberated in the name of Jesus anybody under the sound of my voice whose name has been in the book of death the name of Jesus has just redeemed you the name of Jesus has just redeemed you it doesn't matter whatever thing the enemy has done in your life Every hand of the devil in your life, I remove that hand right now. In the name of Jesus. While you're still closing your eyes, I want to pray for people that want to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Who says, Jesus, I don't just want you to come into my life and do something. I want you to come in and live in me. Come and dwell in me. A songwriter says, into my heart. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Those are the people I want to pray for right now. As all eyes are closed, if you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Christ. I want your hands lifted up above your head. And I'm going to pray for you right now. Let your hands be lifted with all amounts of boldness. Be bold to have something to do with Jesus. Be bold to be related to Jesus. Be bold to be a child of Jesus. Be bold of your decision to follow Jesus. Lift it up. Let's pray together. If your hands are lifted up, I've seen hands lifted up. I'm praying for you. As your hands are lifted up, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry. I've lived my life without you. 
Jesus. Come into my life. Come and live in 